present and future of the Disneyland Resort. Welcome to Project 55. Hey there, welcome to Project 55, your gateway to the past, present, and future of the Disneyland Resort. I'm Chuck, and of course, I'm joined by Amy. Amy, how's it going? Hello, hello. It's going pretty good. How are you doing? Pretty good. You know, we're in October now, and uh, I couldn't be happier. And it's actually cooling off, at least here in Idaho. (laughs) Hopefully, it's cooling (laughs) off where you're at as well down there. Uh, A little bit. The days are still pretty warm but there's a nice uh there's a nice chill in the air come uh morning and evening so (laughs) i'm enjoying it i'm i've i've been definitely channeling the fall weather i'm ready for it to cool off and be fall well there should always be a chill in the air during halloween time so yeah it's appropriate (laughs) cue the spooky music (laughs) (laughs) oh how about uh any new Disneyland adventures to speak of? I was there for a couple hours on um, over the weekend. I went after work. Okay. It was a friend's birthday. Basically was there for dinner and a couple rides. And then we got some of the Mickey pumpkin ears oh, um, yes. customized. You were talking about this in a previous episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, one of our friends had found this TikTok video of a girl talking about, you know, the the Mickey pumpkin ears they came out with this year and how you can get those customized at the Christmas shop. So just like they do the special customizations for the Christmas ornaments, you can have them do it to the back of those ears as well. When I bought the ears, I didn't realize how popular it was. (laughs) (laughs) And so by the time I got there, all of the spots were full for that day. Mm. Well, you said you found out about this on TikTok, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the power of TikTok. Right? I was influenced, y'all. So... (laughs) um, I, uh, I I went, I was out at the park and I, you know, happened to be out there. I had plans to, to go out there for the evening and, um, decided, oh, I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy the the ears. I'm going to buy them now. So, you know, you never know when things are going to be like there and then not there. So I was like, sure. oh, I'll go ahead and buy the, the Mickey pumpkin headbands for, um, all of us. So we're planning on being there for Halloween. And so, I was like, well, I'll just go ahead and buy them now and then, you know, go get them customized and I'll surprise the girls um, over the weekend. I bought the ears and the, even the girl at the Mad Hatter that sold them to me, she goes, oh, you know, you can get those customized. And I guess they have had a lot of people coming in to ask about it. And um, she goes, but it's not here. And I said, oh, no, I, I know where to go. And she's like, oh, good. I've seen the TikTok. I've seen the yeah, TikTok. Yeah, yeah. She's like, just make sure, <laughs> make sure that, you know, you keep the keep the tags on, keep your receipt, um, and you can you can take them out down there. You have, you know, within 30 days of purchase to do that. And I was like, great, I'm going to go do it right now. I walk down there and get to the little window and talk to the cast member. And 
Um, yeah, like I said, I basically didn't, I didn't realize that they fill up that, you know, the number that they're able to do is, is not as high as I thought it would be. They said that they could maybe, <laughs> maybe get to two of the four ears that I had. Um, and then even at that, they wouldn't be ready for pickup until 1230 a.m. And I was not planning on staying until 1230 a.m. because <laughs> I had to be <laughs> at work at eight the next morning. Right. So I was like, mm, that's not going to work for me. But I knew I had the, you know, within 30 days of purchase to take care of it. So I, I asked the cast member, I said, you know, if if I send, you know, if I send the the ears and the receipt and everything with with someone to the park who's able to get here earlier in the day because I usually don't get here until later because you know because my work schedule and everything it just doesn't usually pan out that way I said am I able to like send this with somebody else and have them you know take care of it for me and they're like oh yeah not a problem perfect so thus hatched my plan to um, send the ears and receipt with the everyone because they were getting to the park earlier than me for the birthday festivities. And so I was like, I'm going to give you an envelope and on the envelope, it's going to say exactly like, here are the customizations that we're getting. Here's the money for it. Like I included everything. <laughs> and so <laughs> my friends are great. Actually, when I handed it to my sister, she kind of looked at me funny. You know, she's like grumpy. Why are you making me do this? But no, they're great. They, um, <laughs> Went and dropped them off, got um, got us on the list for the day. Um, and so at the end of our evening, we were able to stop by and pick up our ears and they were ready and waiting for us. And they turned out so stinking cute. I cannot wait to wear them. Um, so it, it was just a fun little thing. You know, I honestly, I don't think I've ever... Aside from getting my name embroidered on, you know, the classic yeah. mouse ears. Right. I know they do embroidery for stuff at one of the shops on Main Street for like tote bags and, you know, other things you can get things your name embroidered on. And I that just never really has appealed to me. But mm -hmm. this, I don't know what about it made it, I don't know, different. It's cute. It's unique. So anyways, I was very excited um, about that little purchase. Yeah, you showed them to me. And honestly, they, they look really amazing. Like the detail is really awesome. I would have never thought to do that. I never even knew they did that there. I knew they obviously did the ornaments, but would never have thought the, uh, the yeah. Mickey ears. That's cool. So anyways, that was, yeah, that was our, our little adventure. Um, we pretty much, like I said, dinner, we did two rides I did two rides. And <laughs> which which rides did you do? <laughs> um, actually, no. I only did one ride, but I walked to them. To okay. um, they they had a, a like a fast pass for Mickey's Runaway Railway, mm -hmm. and then we did Rise of the Resistance. So okay, yeah, All right. those were two two top picks there. Yeah, so we had dinner at the Alien Pizza Planet, and then went back to Toontown to get. Mickey's Runaway Railway done before they closed for the fireworks. And then we walked over to Batu and had our Rise of the Resistance experience. And then by that time, it was getting closer to fireworks. So we ended up, we went to go pick up our ears. My friend had a mobile order for Gibson Girl for some ice cream. It's always a good way to end the Disneyland night. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And then we, uh, yeah, we made our way to the tram to beat the chaos of the, you know, post-firework tram mess. And um, while we were making our way out, they actually made the announcement, you know, the high winds announcement, kind of warning people that the fireworks may or may not take place. (laughs) Always hate to hear that announcement. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, let's really get out of here as quick as we possibly can. So. It was good. Um, and even just that short amount of time, I was exhausted. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the joys of aging. Well, you got some fun stuff in now. Yeah, no. And it was fun. Honestly, I, I really just went for the company and right. and to celebrate my friend and her birthday and, yeah. and spend some time with her. So, um, so, yeah. I mean, we could have literally sat there and done nothing and I would have been content as a clam. Well, some of my best Disneyland memories when I was with you is just us sitting on Main Street literally doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so fun like yes. we could just people watch all day and yeah people watch it's great yeah the 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 atmosphere lends to a good time so it for does sure. it does all right well that sounds exciting and uh maybe we'll try to post a picture of your ears uh in our show notes yeah 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 because uh, i'm sure people would be curious and hey maybe we yes. can just add to the TikTok trend there. <laughs> but no, they do look great. They do really look. They did a great job on this. Yeah, they're really cute. So if you're looking for something with a, you know, a little personal touch to it, I, I think that it's a great, a great option. And it's the customization's not like crazy, crazy expensive for what it is. I mean, they're doing it by hand. So it does take a lot of time. Um, so definitely worth worth it for a little extra flair. Yeah, it's, de- it's definitely uh, creates a unique souvenir from the park. That's for sure. All right. Well, let's uh, transition to our first topic this week. And we have a, a fun Fab Five. So, of course, we're still keeping with the Halloween theme here since we are in October now. Uh, so I'm sure, you know, if you're like us, you're probably looking for all of the Halloween content this month. And uh, we have some recommendations this week in our Fab Five. So if you have Disney Plus, uh, this week's Fab Five, we're counting down our five favorite Halloween-themed pieces of content on Disney Plus to enjoy this Halloween season. So I'll kick things off with number five. This is something that I come back to every year, and I'm so excited that now it's on Disney Plus, or at least it has been for the last couple of years. The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror Mm -hmm. uh, episodes. And if you're familiar with The Simpsons, every year they do a Halloween special, and I just love them. I don't even really watch the regular seasons of The Simpsons anymore. Uh, I don't think I've watched them on Fox. (laughs) I don't know. It's been a number of years now, but I always got my way to catch the Halloween episode (laughs) because they're usually (laughs) fun. And they, you know, the Simpson writers are just great at parodying, you know, contemporary people and issues of the day it's so it's it's a lot of fun and the halloween episodes uh allow them to just uh put the simpsons characters in these outlandish scenarios so even more so than the regular episodes if you can believe that so it's always fun and disney plus has a nice playlist so they've put all of the halloween episodes together for you in one uh, treehouse of horror playlist so if you're a fan of the simpsons or just fun halloween shenanigans uh this is definitely (laughs) one uh i feel that uh, you'll want to check out Uh, it's something like i said i return to every year and coming in at number four we have the muppets haunted mansion yes i love this i love it (laughs) 
Yes, this came out in 2021. I didn't quite know what to expect, but I love the Muppets, so I had to watch it. I mean, it's a combination of my two favorite, like Muppets and Haunted Mansion. Like, this was made for me. (laughs) I feel like Disney, like, Chuck, we're going to give you a bone here. We're going to throw two of your favorite things together. Here you go. Mash it up together. There you go. Love it. Yeah, it was really, really cute. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. You know, sometimes sometimes things can be a little bit cheeseball. And and with the track record of the, you know, the first Haunted Mansion movie, I was like, I don't know what to expect here. This could get really weird. <laughs> but the cast, you know, the, the guest cast that they had along with the Muppets was pretty awesome. Very talented bunch of folks, uh, worth watching. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to you know now that this is a part of my must watch list, watching it for this season again. It was so great. It was very uh, reminiscent of like old school Muppets, uh, the storytelling, all the guests like you mentioned, and I was just fascinated watching all of the details they recreated from the Disneyland's Haunted Mansion. Uh, just all the set pieces and how they muppetized certain things. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I love like the Haunted Mansion wallpaper, that classic wallpaper. But now, you know, for the Muppets, it has Gonzo's image on it, which is just great. But I, I'm all for this. I really hope that they uh, they do this for other attractions in the parks. That'd be great. Like, you know, let's have the Muppets visit Pirates of the Caribbean. or so. I, I don't know, but there's so many fun things that they could do. Uh, Or even if we just uh, have the Muppets do kind of an annual or biannual Halloween special, that would be great as well. (laughs) Uh, I feel like Disney Plus is just tailor-made for the Muppet, these Muppet specials. As long as they're as good as this Haunted Mansion one, just keep them coming. (laughs) I'll I'll be there for everyone. All right, well, moving on to number three. And this is just a a favorite. I've seen this movie so many times every year definitely a must play for me and that is hocus pocus uh the original one just classic classic halloween the sanderson sisters are just so great (laughs) the the chemistry of those three actors together is just perfect uh i just i can't get enough uh just so fun such a fun movie and perfect for for the halloween season indeed that's one of my favorites (laughs) Let me ask you, though, were were you a fan of the second one? Did you enjoy the sequel? I mean, I was excited about it. I was definitely excited for it. Yeah, I was really excited about it. And then um, when we made plans to watch it, I think we did it on like I had after I had to work. So I was tired and I was so tired. We We like ate and had a bunch of, you know, we had indulgent food. Plus we had I think we had ice cream and snacks and like. The whole nine yards. So you're doing it right. You were doing it right. Yeah. We were doing it right. But then, like, there was the tiniest lull in whatever was happening. And next thing you know, I like woke up and I was like, what's going on? I was, I was so confused. Um, so I, I, re- I have to watch it again. And, you know, I, I kind of, I, I anticipate most sequels are not going to be the original. They're not going to be as, good as the original to sort of anticipate that it's usually hard to recapture that lightning in a bottle again yeah i mean because you you go in with a lot of expectation i think too so 
I mean, the parts that I saw, I enjoyed. It wasn't the same, obviously, but I enjoyed it. So um, I will be watching it this season um, and we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. If I can stay awake for all of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I, uh, you know, I'm kind of indifferent about it. There are parts I liked. Like, I loved uh, the the Sanders, the young Sanderson sisters. I, I thought those girls were great in those roles. And mm -hmm. I, there's rumors that they're thinking of doing a series with those girls, like kind of a prequel series. I don't know. I guess it will all be dependent on how successful, in their eyes, Hocus Pocus 2 was. But it uh, definitely wasn't on the same level for me as the original. But again, it, it's kind of hard. But But it was fun seeing those characters again. Yeah. All right, what do we have for number two? For number two, we have none other than the cult classic, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Thank you, Tim Burton, yes. for this magic gem. Um, I mean, who doesn't love when holidays collide? I mean. <laughs> well, it's it's such a brilliant idea, too, because you basically, okay, well, I got to watch this for Halloween. I got to watch it for Christmas now too. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it yeah. literally works for both. And never ever would I have thought, you know, we would have a film that's, Hey, Halloween and Christmas. <laughs> like it's both. Cause you just don't consider those <laughs> holidays going together, you know, and right. as the film shows us, they shouldn't necessarily go together, but it, it is a fun movie and the songs are great. And yeah, it's, it's definitely, uh, it's not Halloween officially until I, you know, hear that uh, Nightmare Before Christmas score and just, <laughs> yeah, it's just great. Most definitely. All right. Well, that brings us to number one, one of my all-time favorite Disney pieces of content, period. But uh, number one for us is the Trick or Treat short starring Donald Duck. Uh, slash also there's another fun short that I love as well Lonesome Ghost so I figured we'd lump both of those oh, yeah. together since they're animated shorts uh, not technically a feature so you get two for the price of one here and they're both so good Trick or Treat I will go on record as saying that's my favorite Disney animated short of all time like period no matter what uh, what genre we're talking like everything this is my favorite I love it I, I've been captivated by it ever since i saw it as a kid the trick-or-treat song is just amazing you know the mellow men sing that and just feels like special you know because it it's one of the few shorts that has its own theme song and you know it's, it's just one of those classic halloween tales it, it just makes you think of you know halloween in the 50s or whatever you know just <laughs> timeless almost yeah and then, of course, I love Donald Duck. I love Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Them together is always fun, and this is one of my favorites. Uh, and then, of course, we have Lonesome Ghosts. Amy, so Lonesome Ghosts, we have Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, the trifecta, and that's usually a good time. Do you have a favorite Mickey, Donald, and Goofy animated short? Is Lonesome Ghosts your favorite, or is there one that you enjoy a little bit more? What would be your favorite of the trio? One where they're all in it? Yeah. It might be a toss-up between, I do love Lonesome Ghosts a lot. I also enjoy, what's the one where they go on the, like, the trailer? Oh, Mickey's trailer, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, like, <laughs> they're, Goofy's, like, driving, but, like, not. <laughs> Who's driving? Yeah, and, yeah. Yep, yep. And, yeah, it's it, that one's pretty funny as well. I feel like that one 
embodies a lot of their personality and and what's going on. Yeah, I I just always remember that one for like how uh, Goofy eats his corn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that that always uh, I I always mimic that. After I saw that as a kid, I'm like, well, that's how I'm eating corn on the cob from now on. <laughs> Forever. Yeah, but no, that one's a good one. Loathsome Ghosts, I I would say, is probably my favorite. Uh, I I love it. Uh, big surprise, you know. I'm, I'm usually a fan of macabre, but uh, you you know, you're just listening to the show here. But if you saw the video, you'd actually see I actually do have a theatrical poster from Lonesome Ghosts on my wall. Uh, that that's how much I enjoy it. So it's it's a fun short, and I think that's part of why I love the cue for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway because the Lonesome Ghosts are represented in there, and uh, it, it definitely. Uh, did my heart some joy to see that. <laughs> that is a fantastic human. It, it really is. It really is. So there you have it. That's our number one trick or treat. Lonesome ghost shorts. Those are two Halloween staples. Uh, and really you can't go wrong with any of our top five. So if you're looking for some classic content to watch this season, uh, definitely give those a try. Uh, you won't uh, be disappointed. All right. Well, to close the show out, I'm, I'm excited because we're debuting a brand new segment for us uh, that we're calling Imagineer That, uh, which you might be familiar with if, like us, you watched the Disney Channel in the 90s and 2000s. Uh, they used to have this interstitial uh, program kind of in between their quote-unquote commercial breaks, you would see. Uh, and it was called Imagineer that and it was hosted by this little uh, kind of robot guy called Tom Morrow and uh, he would take you around usually it was in Disney World and he would answer like a question about how certain things worked behind the scenes so it was it was always fun I loved it I thought it'd be fun to pay homage to that uh, on the show here but of course for our purposes Imagineer that allows us the opportunity to just get super creative uh, to come up with new uh, attraction ideas or experiences or overlays. Uh, really, we could just blue sky it till our heart's content. And uh, Disney, if you're <laughs> listening, you know, we're probably going to throw out some great ideas for you. <laughs> you can send the checks in the mail. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and for this very first Imagineer That, in keeping with the spirit of Halloween, we thought it would be fun to uh, come up with three halloween themed overlay ideas for current attractions similar to you know we have the haunted mansion holiday with its overlay we have guardians of the galaxy monsters after dark with its overlay so just coming up with uh current attractions halloween themes so amy what is your first halloween overlay idea for a current attraction at the disneyland resort okay so i don't know where this is going all right but I'm just going to start talking. It's kind of scary already. I love it. <laughs> and hope that it pans out. And maybe it's too scary for Disneyland. I don't Ooh, know. Okay, now I really am looking forward to hearing this. Okay, but this is all like, this is all based on, you and I have this little like inside thing when we ride the Disneyland Railroad and do the Grand Circle Tour. Okay. When, when, we, when we get to Tomorrowland Station... And we go past the Topia. Oh no! Is this an awesome? Little, oh no! The little okay. awesome robot guy. We all, we wave at him because we're sort of creeped out by the robots, okay. right? right. I, I love it. I'm with you. <laughs> My thought is, what if there was some sort of like 
the creepy robots are taking over Utopia. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I almost kind of, like, I envision, like, as you're going through Utopia, like, kind of, I don't want to say, like, not Scary Farm-ish, but, like, where things, like, jump out at you or pop out at you that you're not expecting that there's just, like, robots that are after you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, I'm tracking with you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where this is going, but like... <laughs> okay, so you saw the Tomorrowland movie? Yeah. So the Tomorrowland movie, there's like robot people, right? Right. The audio animatronics, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, it's kind of like the the, tw- the twisted, creepy robot people are coming. <laughs> okay. And all you have is your slow little Utopia car, car to help you escape. I mean, how much more scary could that possibly be? Maybe not the best idea, but... (laughs) That would be intense, for sure. (laughs) I love it. I almost envision it like you start off, like, seeing Osimo, and he's all, like, happy, like, waving at you. And then as you go, each time you see him throughout the attraction, he gets more and more disheveled and, like, evil. Like, you know, you Uh could tell, like... And by the end, his circuitry is just, uh, you know, his switch has been turned to evil. (laughs) So yep. I mean, it's the glowing red eyes. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. They go from like the blue or, you know, white to blue to red. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then you could see like along the way, you just see like these wrecked like Autopia mobiles, <laughs> you know, of like previous oh guests before you. And yeah, they didn't fare so okay. well. Let's see. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Honestly, like. Awesome. I'm surprised I didn't think of that because he's just ripe for terror. <laughs> I have really no is. idea why that was the first thing that came to my mind, but like literally that was the first thing that popped into my head. That's a good Because I know we joke about it every time we go by. Totally, like We totally. joke about it. And I always said, you know, he kind of creeped me out because I remember when they had the little awesome show and interventions and, you know, the whole the whole thing with his programming or whatever was that he had the capability of scanning your face yes. to recognize you and I was like that's not creepy like every time I watched that show I just waited for him to just go just start destroying the set and just going wild <laughs> like all right it's happened it's happened our robot overlords have arrived yeah oh that's a good one man so awesome the teratopia <laughs> I love it all right. Well, my first one, I decided to challenge myself. Uh, well, it's not really a challenge because it's kind of reverting the attraction mostly back to its original roots. But I, uh, I wanted to tackle Finding Nemo Submarine Voyage. Okay. So I'm going to retheme this to the Submarine Voyage Finding Nemo. Only instead of uh, it being the cute little clownfish from Pixar, we're talking about Captain Nemo from the Nautilus. So the whole thing is you get in your sub and then you hear your captain talking to you. And basically we're out to find the legendary Nautilus. And it's of course, infamous Captain Nemo as uh, reports have been that he's been spotted in this area. So we're taking a deep sea voyage to see if we can find him and just see, you know, if the legends are true. So we remove all the Nemo stuff. So, you know, you go through and we can add like some of like the treasures of the deep and things like that from the original submarine voyage. 
And this time, though, as you go through, you can utilize the projection screen so we can actually have like realistic like mermaids come through and sharks and all, all of these things that you could play with these environments as we're searching for Nemo. You could also, you know, similar to how Finding Nemo attraction is now where you have like Bruce the shark and some of the sharks kind of pop in and out in the background. Uh, we can have this squid, giant squid kind of. Mm-hmm. pop in and out at times where you like maybe don't even really notice that if you're not paying attention you can see like a tentacle in the background or so like almost like we're being stalked by this giant squid so we get to the point where they have those like uh those sea mines or those explosive mines right mm-hmm. and those like it's a trap by nemo and we, we go through those and it, they explode. And of course, our systems are rendered useless. And so we're just kind of stuck <laughs> there, right? <laughs> and then, dun, 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 the squid finally makes his move. So I'm picturing like they could install like these temporary squid tentacles on the bottom of the sub that can somehow move up. So you can see them like coming through the porthole, mm-hmm. simulate that the you know the squid is just kind of grabbing onto the entire sub and of course things start to jerk and the bubbles you know you see so we're we're in a terrible state here right and then suddenly you hear captain nemo's voice come in and he, you know he spotted us and you know he decided to help so you hear him you know take care of the squid like they fire some stuff and when it all clears like we actually see the nautilus sitting in the background through the projection screens, of course. And uh, Captain Nemo basically says, uh, don't follow me. <laughs> like, basically, like, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't want to be found uh, next time. Like, you know, you're not going to be so lucky. And and so we live to, you know, tell the tale of meeting Captain Nemo and the squid. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the attraction. So that's kind of my half-baked idea. Basically... I just want the original submarine voyage to come back. It's not even really Halloween themed per se, but I feel like with the squid, like that, that there's a terror element there, right? Like, it's, you know, we've removed the kid friendly Nemo. Now we have a little bit more kind of adult and kid kind of esque friendly uh, attraction. So, yeah, that would be my first idea. <laughs> uh, if we're looking to renovate or overlay the submarine attraction, yeah, let's bring 20,000 links in Earthsea to it. And a giant squid, because that would be fun. Because <laughs> giant squids are cool. They are. All right. Second attraction, Amy. Well, what do you have for us? This idea would be basically, um, you know, well, there's no Fantasmic right now. But it would be, for instances, when there is not Fantasmic, because this would be a nighttime Pirate's Lair Island experience. Ooh, okay. Not like an individual attraction per se, but more of an experience. I envision it to be a very like immersive, immersive experience. So is this something you go to Tom Sawyer's Island to experience or can you see it like from the rivers of America? No, like you would go, like the island would be open at night. Okay, okay. I like it. I envision there being different um, experiences. So like a spot where, you know, so much of Pirate's Lair Island is about these, um, you know, the the tales of Mark Twain and, and these kind of underlying themes of pirates and 
people things that might be after you. <laughs> or like, okay, could even right. throw in some like, you know, spirits and whatnot. But that there would be some sort of like a scary stories to tell in the dark sort of experience. Ooh, you know? you're speaking my Where language. Where there would be, okay. you know, like somewhere up in the front or I don't know, pick, pick a spot or maybe even up in like the toy, like climb climby thing that's the pirate ship you know okay. like but a spot where there's like different cast members who would play these characters that would have you know scary stories to tell i even could envision um so there was a the adventureland trading company little experience mm-hmm. that they did in adventureland yeah where it was like you know you paid however much it was for the map or whatever for each map. And it was like, there were things that you had to do to earn your little juju tchotchke thing that you could get from the Adventureland Trading Company. You know, I envision something even like that, where it's like a, there's like an interactive like a quest. map. Okay. Yeah. Like, like quest that to, to actually like hunt for pirate treasure or different, you know, I, I, whatever the stories that you create for, you know, the storytellers to share that could be little things related to those characters even um, and their story. But something that's sending you on adventures around the island at night, you know, having it, you know, just be lit by, I don't know, like I envision like lots of torches and like mm-hmm. <laughs> creepy flickering light nice. and um, and just different characters and things that you encounter uh, around the island as you're solving these puzzles, these clues, these maps to, to get your treasure or whatever. But um, I feel like the island at night is, is kind of dark and creepy and that there's definitely an element, um, you know, whether it's throwing in pirate stories or whatever that could be um, kind of scary and fun. And, like old pirate ghost stories or something. Yeah, yeah. something like that. And just have it be... Um, like I said, just a really immersive experience that you can kind of escape. The island's not usually open at night. Right. <laughs> so it would be, you know, a first time experience for anyone who's not a Fantasmic cast member. <laughs> That's true. And I just That's think um, it could lend to um, some very interesting magical memories over there. Creepy, scary magical memories. Uh, but I feel like there's some potential for, you know, scary spooky fun adventures on the island so i don't know that's my idea like i don't don't have everything like super flushed out on that one but i feel like you could run with it you got some good stuff working there yeah i honestly i love the idea of going to tom sawyer's island at night i think that'd be so cool i feel like the island as it is would be creepy on its own just being there at night right Dude, the caves, man. They they could add so much like cool immersive sound effects in there and everything. And mm. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot you could do with that. I, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So my uh my second attraction here uh, that I want to give a Halloween overlay to is the <laughs> you you're not gonna be surprised when you hear this because uh, you know me, but I'm gonna give a Halloween overlay to the Storybook Land Canal Boats. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes. Now, listen to this, because honestly, I think this has huge potential. Okay. So, much like... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you can't can't start laughing before I tell the attraction. I'm sorry. Okay. 
I'll take this very seriously. <laughs> get my composure together. This, this, is, this is good stuff. It's good stuff. Okay. It's good no, stuff. it. Oh. it <laughs> yep. Okay. Go. <laughs> All right. So much like how Guardians of the Galaxy Monsters After Dark transitions at dusk. So it's the regular attraction during the day. It's a Halloween version at night or scarier version at night. Similar here. So Storybook Land Canelbos would be exactly the same during the day. But at night, it changes to Storybook Land Canal Boats, colon, villains. So here's what's going to be. Instead of having your regular storybook host or hostess, your boat is actually going to be manned by a Disney villain. One of the face villains from the park. So you could have like Gaston, Maleficent, Cruella de Vil, any villain, right? Here's the fun of it is it's going to be the same ride through, right? But this time you're just going to get sarcastic commentary from the villains. Like they're just going to completely dog on all of the heroes and heroines <laughs> as they go through because they're bitter <laughs> that they they lost, right? And so mm-hmm. you're, you're just going to hear all of the sarcastic wit. Of course, they're going to playfully make fun of everyone on the boat as well. And, you know, it's just going to be this super sarcastic cruise with a Disney villain through these different storybook land areas. And honestly, I think it would just be hilarious. Just kind of similar to the Jungle Cruise to a degree, but this one you're going to get a different villain every boat so you don't necessarily know so this will increase repeatability right because you want to say okay well what's it going to be like with gaston what's it going to be like with cruella Deville? what's it going to be like with the wicked queen <laughs> what have you uh so that's kind of my idea how to take an attraction that i don't know is something that i maybe go on once in a blue moon right the storybook land canal boats and make it one that i would absolutely go out of my way to ride multiple times because I just feel like the improv sarcasm would just be off the hook. And yeah, I would make that attraction super interesting to me. <laughs> so <laughs> that is my idea. All right. Yes. I challenged myself to come up with uh, <laughs> an overlay for the Storybook Land Canal Boats. <laughs> Disney, if you're listening and you want to create some interest in this attraction, I gift wrap this one for you. <laughs> The Storybook Land Canal Boat hosted by a villain. Come on. I, I don't think it gets better than that. <laughs> that would be pretty fun, actually. All right, Amy. What's your last Halloween overlay attraction idea? Here's my idea. All right. Again. I'm all ears. I'm, 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 for some reason, I'm stuck on this whole like story kick. Okay. But my thought is this. You know, you go to the Princess Fantasy Fair to see all the happy, beautiful princesses. Okay. And what if it was like a villain's takeover? And instead of like getting the Beauty and the Beast story and the Tangled story, whatever, that the villains take over. And kind of like, do you ever remember... There was a book, a children's book, that was like the true story of the big bad wolf, or the, three, oh, the true story of the three little pigs, yeah, and the big yeah. bad wolf, mm-hmm. where the story is from the, the wolf's wolf perspective. perspective. Right, right. Yeah, I envision like a, a, a sort of comedy of like 
the villains telling the story from their perspective and here's what okay. happened. I like that. And the villains taking over the princess fantasy fair. So like you're going in expecting to see Snow White and you get the Wicked Queen or even better, you get the old hag. Like just, you know, like unique character takeovers. The The villains are, are in command. You know, it'd be, you'd be funny too since the villain is telling the story. So, you know, when like, let's say it's Snow White, right? The, the, person playing snow white that the villain is hired could be like this grotesque like you know like because that's how the villain sees him like she's not the fairest of them all right right yeah so i I just feel like it could there's lots of elements for comedy that i mean honestly i think like the kids might be amused by it but i think it's going to cater to adults a lot the humor side that's that's available here yeah and it's not that it has to be like you know super scary or anything no, it could be fun yeah for sure it. yeah i think it could be really fun um and because villains are, are sassy they're <laughs> they are. and they have a story too you know so i think it could be a fun a fun little twist you know to have the villains take over the princess fantasy fair and and have a chance to tell their story i like that now, see, you're going to be living the high life if you go on my storybook land canal votes hosted by the villain <laughs> and then watch your villain Princess then, Fantasy yeah. Fair show. Yeah. Yeah. All the villains. All the time. All the villains. Love it. I love that. That, that would be so much fun. They deserve their day in the sun, you know? I can't get enough of villains. So if you give me an entire show put on by the villains with some great improv, yeah, I'm there. I'm there all day for that. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. So my last attraction to receive a Halloween overlay. For me, I feel like I've saved the best for last. This is going to combine two of my absolute favorite things. So I'm going to give an overlay to the Disneyland Railroad. And much like my Storybook Land Canal Boats idea, This is also going to just transform at night. So during the day, it's going to be your regular garden variety Disneyland Railroad experience. Okay. But at night, it's going to transform into the Trick or Treat Express. The story here is going to start on Main Street. So you're going to have, uh, as you board, you're going to hear some commotion and you're going to see Donald Duck kind of run up (laughs) through the train station with this oh big gosh. like trick or treat bag and you see him uh-huh. like board uh, the train up, up towards the engine and he will actually stay there by the way so as you go through each uh, station you will see Donald Duck there waving so it'll pique curiosity like why is Donald Duck driving the train like why is he conducting the train what's going on <laughs> so the story here is that Donald Duck has taken all of the trick or treat candy from Huey Dewey and Louie And he's running to catch the train to escape with the candy, right? As Donald Duck would do. And so as the train journey begins, so we we start with our standard spiel with the train host, right? But then Donald Duck gets on there and he says, no, no, this is boring to me. Like, I want to hear, you know, some fun Halloween stories or or something to that effect, right? Mm-hmm. And so then you have the train host oblige. And so he starts going into these creepy, kind of fun, spooky stories, uh, like kind of ghost stories that have to deal with the area of Disneyland that you happen to be passing. So as you're going through the Adventureland area, 
we have some fun spooky stories we can tell there and then they can install some like uh, little objects to make like the uh the bushes and stuff move or whatever <laughs> as you pass by just to kind of you yep. know, add to the creatures yeah yes yeah glowing eyes there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then occasionally, you know, you'll have Donald Duck butt in with, you know, like as he's getting like scared or he's like, you know, oh, that's not scary or whatever. Right. Like as Donald Duck would. So you would hear him throughout the train ride as well. So each stop, you know, it would be like normal. Of course, we have to stop at the different stations. And when people would get on, the train host would reintroduce Donald Duck and say what's going on. And Donald, of course, would say, get back to the stories. And there would be a new story, right? And then as we're crossing the Rivers of America area, you hear like the uh, the cackle of Hazel the Witch from Trick or Treat. Oh. And so here's, you know, <laughs> is your first clue that, okay, someone's on Donald's trail, like, you know. Donald, of course, is oblivious to it. You know, he thinks, of course, he got away with all the candy. And so we continue with these fun stories. And then as we get to the Tomorrowland station, as we pull out there, uh, then we hear Huey, Dewey, and Louie in the background. They could kind of install some speakers sort of in the shrubbery there. We hear Huey, Dewey, and Louie pipe up and saying, you know, that they found Uncle Donald and you know, which Hazel is on the case, blah, 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 or, you know, something to that effect. And then we hear which Hazel get on the loudspeaker and confront Donald and say she's very disappointed and she's going to curse Donald and the train until Donald decides to give the candy back. And so here's where we enter the tunnel for the primeval world, right? Only this time it's all covered in projection screens. So Here's where we see the whole tunnel lights up with like different imagery from the trick or treat song, right? You get the ghosts and all that. It's like basically your train has been a curse. And of course, the trick or treat song is playing because you, you got to have that, right? <laughs> yep. So you go through all of this. You have the giant jack o' lantern that's saying boo, you know, as you pass through that. And then you get out to Main Street, and of course, Donald Duck decides to give the candy back, and we are uncursed, and we're free to exit the train. Or you can stay on and watch the whole thing happen all over again. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. So that's my idea for a train overlay. It's combined my two favorite things, Trick or Treat. Well, really my three favorite things, Trick or Treat, the, the Trick or Treat short, Donald Duck, and the train. I just think this would be fun. It'd be a fun, unique experience. You can have some fun, spooky tales told to you while you're on the train with some fun commentary with Donald Duck. And then, you know, we end it with that great trek through the tunnel with all the trick-or-treat imagery, ghosts and goblins and pumpkins and all, all that fun stuff. So the trick-or-treat express. <laughs> Love it. All right, so there you have it. That is our uh, ideas for Halloween overlays for current Disneyland attractions. Uh, I, honestly, I think we came up with some pretty fun ones. I would definitely go on all of these attractions. <laughs> uh, mainly because, you know, some sound like they have the potential to be a huge train wreck, and that in itself would be exciting. So uh, always great, always great, especially the ones where we can incorporate villains. But Amy... Uh, yes. Of the ones we came up, did you do you have a favorite? Which one would you uh, definitely go on? I mean, I think just because 
I've made fun of you for it enough, I would have to do this storybook <laughs> villains experience. Like, yeah, it would have to happen. That that would be a fun one. Yeah, that would be a fun I one. I feel like there's potential for heckling a villain as well, which could be fun. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. The, the, the possibilities are endless. And and I feel like, it, you know, with, your, with the switching up of the villains, it, it would just be a new experience every time, which I think would be so fun. <laughs> for sure. Mine, you know, of course, is the Trick or Treat Railroad. <laughs> the Trick or Treat Express. Give me like... Uh, a complete story as you circle around Disneyland. I think that'd be so fun. And of course you incorporate Donald and the trick or treat, uh, short elements. And <laughs> I, I would, I, I would never want to get off. Well, as you said, it's all your favorite things. It really is. It really is. <laughs> you would ride the train forever. I really would. I really would. <laughs> Just give me my Disneyland pickle mm. and the trick or treat express. And the trick or treat train. There you go. Disneyland heaven. Disneyland head. Oh, right there. There you have it. <laughs> well, we, we'd love to hear from you if you liked our ideas or if there's uh, one that you have. Uh, throw your Halloween attraction overlay ideas our way. Maybe there's one that uh, we missed or, you know, I'm, I'm always down to hear some new, exciting overlay opportunities for Disneyland attractions. Uh, <laughs> all right. I think that about does it for us. So now it's time. <laughs> to say goodbye uh, but on behalf of Amy and myself we hope you've enjoyed your time with us and if you did the best way to ensure your adventures continue is to subscribe and follow the podcast you can find out how to do that at helloproject55.com and we would love to connect with you in between episodes you can find us on our Instagram at helloproject55 and uh, tag us in your Disney adventures as well we can't wait to see And we'll be back next week with more exciting Disneyland adventures. Until then, take care, and we'll see you real soon. Bye.